Welcome everyone to a short solo episode of Famous Failures. Instead of doing an interview, I go on a riff about what you should do when you make a mistake. This is based on a blog post that I wrote a few weeks ago. Here we go. As a young boy growing up in Istanbul, my vision of America was put together from an eclectic set of American television shows selected for translation to Turkish. America's ambassadors to Turkey included Cousin Larry in Perfect Strangers, the Tanner family in Elf, and Al Bundy in Married with Children, which, by the way, strongly reinforced every stereotype that people ever had about Americans. But another ambassador stands out and deserves special mention. His name was Bob Ross, the host of the iconic show, The Joy of Painting. In every episode, Ross would sport the same blue-collar look, sit on a chair, and oil paints on a canvas. When I first came across the show on Turkish television, it stopped me in my tracks. I remember thinking that Americans must be so bored that they resort to watching this man paint landscapes. This made me reconsider the magic of America. But something about the show proved strangely addictive. The show lifted the curtain on the creative process, letting the audience see how a creator could make something out of nothing. For Ross, it was important for the audience to see the entire creative process, warts and all. Instead of editing out his mistakes, he documented them, he embraced them, and most importantly, he reframed them. We don't make mistakes, he would say, we have happy accidents. In one episode, Ross smudged the canvas, and most painters in his position would cringe and grow embarrassed about exposing a sloppy mistake to a worldwide audience. But not Ross. He looked at the smudges with a smile and said, let's make them birds. Yeah, they're birds now. Ross knew what most of us neglect. Mistakes are intrinsic to creation. When we don't accept the possibility of making mistakes, we cannot get started. We chase some false glory, some false illusion of perfectionism, telling ourselves that we'll be good and ready only if we read enough self-help books or find the right software. As a result, we spend our lives staring at a blank canvas rather than risk smudging it. To overcome this mindset, we need to understand two points. First, the smudges in our life feel permanent, but they rarely are. When you smudge a canvas, you can use your own version of a magical device called an eraser. I've previously written about the difference between one-way door decisions, and two-way door decisions. And you can find the link to that article in the show notes. We assume most of our decisions are the one-way door kind. If we take a new job or if we move to a new city and things don't work out the way we hoped, we believe life as we know it will come to an end. But that assumption is often wrong. Our decisions are usually the reversible two-way door kind. If you enter through the door and you don't like what you see, you can always walk back out and erase the smudge on your canvas. As Terry Pratchett says, coming back to where you started is not the same as never leaving. You'll learn something valuable from the experience and see your starting point with a fresh perspective. With this mindset, life becomes this choose-your-own-adventure game based on a series of experiments. If the experiment succeeds, great. If you make a mistake, if you get tangled up, you can just tangle on. And most people won't even notice that you got tangled up. We assume that the world is in cahoots against us, chuckling at every mistake we take. But they're not. Everyone else is stuck in their own universe, trying to conceal their own smudges and tangles from the rest of the world. 
Second, you can view your mistakes in the same way that Ross did, as happy accidents. Gretchen Rubin, the best-selling author of The Happiness Project, calls this finding the fun in failure. Don't try to ignore or recategorize the failure. Own it and have fun with it, she told me in a previous podcast interview. This mindset takes despair and turns it into excitement, or a smudge into a bird. So here are a few ideas you can use. You write an article and it falls flat, write an article about that experience. You launch a new product and it flops. Reinvent it for a different market, as Google did with Google Glass when it pivoted from consumers to businesses. You interview for a job and bomb it. Well, you can learn something from that, so you're more likely to succeed when you try again. In the end, the only way to have a smudge-free canvas is to never paint. So grab your brush and start painting. When you inevitably smudge it, think of Bob Ross smiling, nodding, and converting his mistakes into happy little birds. If you enjoyed this short episode of Famous Failures, I think you would love my new book, Think Like a Rocket Scientist, Simple Strategies You Can Use to Make Giant Leaps in Work and Life. I have an entire chapter dedicated to failure and learning about failure and from our mistakes. You can find out more about the book by heading over to rocketsciencebook.com. If you pre-order the book, you'll get a set of amazing pre-order bonuses that are worth at least 10 times the cost of a single copy. What's more, even though the book doesn't come out until April of 2020, you will get digital access to the book within seven days of your pre-order. That means you can start reading the book now months before it is released to the public. And what's more, your pre-order will support a good cause. I'm donating 100% of my royalties from the pre-order sales up to $10,000 to a nonprofit called Charity Water, which is on a mission to create a future where everyone has access to clean and safe drinking water. You can find out more about that and pre-order the book by heading over to rocketsciencebook.com. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. Two things before you take off. First, if you don't want to miss out on future episodes of Famous Failures, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on and be sure to leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Second, if you'd like to join thousands of others who receive a short email from me each Thursday with a list of articles, books, tools, quotes, and other gems that help you discover how extraordinary thinking produces extraordinary results, you can text my first name, which is Ozan, that's spelled O-Z-A-N, to 345-345. So once again, that's my first name, Ozan, O-Z-A-N, to 345-345. Or if you're in front of your computer, you can head over to ozanvarol.com and drop your email address. If you act now, you'll also get a free ebook called The Contrarian Handbook, Eight Principles to Innovate Your Thinking. As always, thank you for listening and see you next time.